Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to the first installment of the new Vetman podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike, and I am joined with my other two hosts, Phil and Fred. You guys want to say what's up? What's going on, man? It's Phil. I've been a Knicks fan since 2013. Ever since then, there's a spiral down the hill. It's pretty rough out here in these streets, but you know, I still love the NBA, still find enjoyment out of it. And I'm Fred, and it's really rough in these streets as a Knicks fan. I've been a fan since around 2013, too, and it's just bad. But I do have hope with the new regime. And I am a uh, Miami Heat fan, you know, coming off finals. I'm very happy. I'm ready for this season to start. But uh, basically, a little bit about us. We are a new NBA podcast, and we were going to be throughout the season just analyzing things every week about what's going on around the league. And in this first episode, we are going to be talking about our predictions of standings, awards, and just talking about some of the key storylines in the league. So, uh, Fred, if you want to start us off, we can uh, go through the predictions, 1 through 15 of each conference. We'll start off at the East. I'm going to start off at number 15. I have the Detroit Pistons. I just – I see no hope in that team. What the fuck are they doing in Detroit? Like, they're just – I don't know what they're doing. At 14, I have the Cavaliers – not necessarily because they got worse as a team, but they just, I think they're the 14th best team. At 13, I have the Bulls. I don't really like what they're building outside of Levine and Kobe White. Markkanen is just awful now, it seems like. And as for the 12 seed, I got the Hornets. Lamelo is going to make them more flashy, but did they really get better in the offseason? I don't think so. My 11th seed, I have my New York Knicks. I feel like we got better, but not better enough to make the playoffs. Like, it's going to take a couple years to turn it around there. My 10th seed, I have the Hawks, which I know a lot of people have them making the playoffs, but who the hell is going to play defense on that team besides DeAndre Hunter? My 9th seed, I got the Orlando Magic. Losing Isaac is going to hurt them big time. Like, I get that they still have Vucevic, Markel Fultz has looked better, Cole Anthony's looked really good in the preseason, but not having John Isaac's going to kill them. Second best team in Florida. Yes. Yes, they are. For my eight seed, I got the Russell Westbrook-led Wizards. I think he's going to be determined to get them to the playoffs and – With everything I've seen, he's actually having fun playing basketball again and not just hating his situation. For my seventh seed, I got the Indiana Pacers. I just feel like they're just um, really close to just imploding between what's been happening with Oladipo, and it feels like every year someone has a career year to carry them. For my sixth seed, I have the Toronto Raptors. I just don't see like a true alpha on that team. And with the five teams ahead of them, I think it's going to hurt. For my five seed, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. Glenn Rivers being there and just possibly bringing in James Harden and then still having Joel Embiid, who's the second best center in the league, in my opinion, is going to help that team a lot. The four seed, I have the Miami Heat, which I said they were making the finals around this time last year. 
everyone laughed at me, including our Heat fan host Mike. But it happened. Okay, I didn't. I didn't laugh. It was just I didn't think they were gonna make the finals. I thought they were gonna be a good team. They just didn't seem like they were gonna the finals. But you know, they had some some key players coming up big for us. But I just saw guess. the future. Well, I think Tyler Hero is gonna have a big breakout year. Take more of a primary ball handler role, whether it's in the starting lineup or off the bench, and that should help the Heat a lot. As the three seed, I have the KD and Kyrie-led Brooklyn Nets. I would have them higher, but I think it's going to take about a month for KD to be back, and they're not going to be able to cover enough ground in enough time. For your two seed, I have the Boston Celtics. I think Jason Tatum is going to be top three in MVP voting this year, so that's why I have them so high. And then the one seed with back-to-back MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Do I really need to say anything other than they blew the competition out of the water last year until they met the Heat in the playoffs? Now, Mike, would you like to say your predictions? Uh, Who who do you have uh, coming out of the East for the finals, though? That's that's what I want to hear. Coming out of the East, I have the Boston Celtics. I think okay. Jason Tatum's just going to go on a tear. Okay, Fred, I have some problems with your list, okay? First of all, it's a little nitpick, but the Pistons, you really have them 15? You think the Cavs are better than the Pistons? Until Blake Griffin proves to me he can stay healthy, I'm going to have no confidence in the Pistons. That's that's my problem with that because I think Blake is if he's if he's like a hundred percent Blake Griffin if he's back and Derrick Rose is back and I love I love Grant he is getting overpaid he doesn't deserve twenty million but on paper I think that team can be can make it into the plan I think they're like a tenth seed if everything works out well but if if not I think you're underrating the Pistons a little bit I I'm can, not saying I, they're great but I'm I just saying that too. Yeah, if everything goes right. Last time Blake Griffin was healthy, he had his best season of his like career. And th- what were they? Were they eight or seven seed? I think they, they were, were the eight, eight seed. seed. I mean, that yeah, I think it depends on just being healthy. If Blake can get back to that, Blake Griffin, they have a chance to get into that playoffs as an eight seed, seven seed. But uh, I, I do gotta. I, I don't know. I have him low on my list too. But just I don't. I don't know if Blake Griffin can get back to that spot. Yeah, until Blake proves he can get back to that, I have no confidence in Detroit. I understand, but my, my main nitpick I have with your East list is the Celtics. I don't think they got that much better. Maybe they, I think they I don't think got that even either. worse. Like, I don't think, yeah. I, I don't know what Danny Ainge is doing. Like, to be he's, honest, he, he literally had Miles Turner. He screwed it up so bad. On the table, but he wants, like, another starter. Like, he's being too greedy. I don't like the roster at all. I don't think Trishan Thompson's the difference maker. He's literally just Ennis Cantor with defense. Like, there's there's no real difference. And their bench still looks bad. Like, and honestly, I, I know their bench. It's just, it's Gordon, just a bunch of no names. Like, Gordon Hayward is not as good as he used to be, clearly. But he is still very good for that team. And, like, he he was out for a few games of those uh, playoffs against the Heat. They could have used him badly. In the oh, they definitely game. could have used Gordon Hayward. I, I, I'm with you there, uh, Phil. I don't think they got much better. I think they're just a trade away from being elite. I just, I put them, I put them so much lower on my list, but. Now they get James Harden, you never know, but that's a, that's a story for later. That's something else we got to talk about. (laughs) All right. um, I will go through mine, I guess, right now. 
and I guess I'll start off with the 15 seed as well. Uh, I have the Pistons as well. We talked about that already. Uh, I don't think Blake Griffin will get back to that. I think they're a better team than last year, but I, I don't. I don't know. I just don't like the Pistons that much. 14. I got the Cavs. I don't think the Cavs are great. I think Isaac Okoro, great, uh, great pick for them. I think he's going to be a good player. Colin Sexton's good, but other than that, I, I don't see much promise there. At uh, the 13 seed, I got the Knicks. I like what they're doing. They are finally like just trying to like go with the full like young young team, trying to develop players, and I think they're on a a right path. RJ Barrett's probably gonna have a, a better year this year. Mitchell Robinson's good. They drafted Obi. I think they're gonna be they're not gonna be great this year, but I think they're gonna compete more and then they're gonna have a bright future. Uh 12 seed, I got the Bulls. I wanted to put them maybe a couple spots higher because I like Levine. I think Kobe White's gonna be really good. But Wendell Carter Jr. and Lori Markinen, I don't really know. They I, I need to see improvement in those two to see if this team will do any better. 11th seed, I got the Hornets. Love the the pick of LaMelo. He's going to help that franchise greatly. And uh, Gordon Hayward, that contract is not a very good contract, but I, he'll help him win, I think, some more games. But just in the long run, that's kind of a I, – I didn't like the contract. I think it was kind of dumb. But uh, I think they're, they'll stay, like, same record-wise as they were last year, but I think LaMelo will help him as well as stay in the rookie of the year race. Uh, 10th seed, I got the Magic. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team this year. Uh, Isaac, maybe if Isaac was playing the whole year, they could get sweet into that eight spot. But I just think the Hawks are better than them and the Wizards are better than now at Westbrook. Speaking of them, Hawks, I got nine. Wizards, I got eight. I really wanted to put the Hawks in that eight spot, but Westbrook and Beal, they're going to be in a top eight team in the East. Just those two players. Plus, they got Denny. They got... Uh, what's the game that Roy Thomas Bryant, but I, I don't know. I think them and the Hawks will be close in record, maybe like by a couple games. Seven seed, I got the Indiana Pacers. Uh, they're a good team, but they're not better than the top six teams. That's that's really why they're at the seven spot. Like, I put them, I say they're a decent away from the Wizards and Hawks and like being better but they're just not there with like the Raptors, Celtics, Sixers, Heat, Nets, Bucks, Bucks. Uh, six seed, I got the Raptors. I think they, last year they, people were doubted them and they still got like that two seed. Uh, they didn't make it to the conference championship, but just losing Kawhi and being able to be a top two uh, seed in, in the, the conference is still pretty good. I think they're losing uh, Baca, losing Marcus All. That's going to hurt them a little bit. They got Aaron Baines, but I don't think it's going to, help him too too much i mean he's gonna be good but uh fifth seed i got the celtics as we talked about uh i don't think they got better i think they got actually worse they could have used miles turner greatly would have been a way better fit than tristan thompson i do like uh they got like the best year in the draft aaron naismith so i like that but he's got to show that he's worth it and uh fourth seed i got the sixers sixers are gonna be a lot better than they were last year the Sixers, honestly, I don't like the Sixers because I really don't like Joel Embiid. But in my opinion, he's the best center in the league. They got shooters around Ben Simmons and him. Got rid of Forford's contract, uh, and I just think they, they got a better coach. I think they're heading in the right direction. And they honestly are a dark horse for me to come out of the East. 
three seed, I got my Miami Heat. I think we're going to be uh, – I think we're going to continue to be good this year. Don't think we're going to be a top two uh, seed because I think the Bucks and Nets are better than us. But I like the team we have here. We got some pieces in Mo Harkless, Avery Bradley to continue on with some uh, good depth. I'm just interested to see what the lineup's going to be like because there are a lot of players, like log jams at some positions. Two seed, I have the Nets. I think if KD and Kyrie stay healthy, this team is going to be unstoppable. I think KD has a chance to become an MVP. And uh, they just have good pieces around there and they could make a trade for James Harden, so you never know. And then one seed, I got the Bucks. Bucks have been dominating the East the past few years, becoming the one seed. They're, they're the best regular season team, in my opinion. And yeah, that's my standings. And I think the... uh you have coming out of the East? I have, if KD and Kyrie stay healthy, I have the Nets coming out of the East. Okay, okay, okay. Well, for the most part, like literally me and Mike were on the same page until the seventh seed, one through six, I had the Bucks, Nets, Heat, Sixers, Celtics, and Raptors. Uh, the Bucks, it's the same story every year. They're going to be good in the regular season. They might even win 70. Like, that wouldn't surprise me at all. It's just... <laughs> The playoffs is a real question. Like, they always do the same thing. They never make adjustments. Budenhoser is just a guy who's just like, let's just stick with our thing. Let's never change anything. Let's not give Giannis over 35 minutes for some reason. Like, this season, I feel like they have to test out more things, maybe. I'm not going to say intentionally, like, lose games. But they got the thing that's going to help them is them being in closer games just to see, like, how their team performs in that environment, in my opinion. They they gotta they gotta make a make it so like their offense just doesn't roll on Giannis because in that Heat series, it was like, I mean they won a game without Giannis but like the offense the team just looked bad they were getting the Heat had a game plan for Giannis they were able to contain him a little bit and that's why they fucking won that series in five and the Bucks just gotta find a way to like just I just not be just with Giannis they they got they gotta. You got to work as a team more. And I love the holiday pickup a lot. I think he is miles better than Eric Bledsoe. Bledsoe just does nothing in the playoffs. And holiday, the last time he's in the playoffs, he just went off. So I think that's really going to help them. Yeah, but is he enough to push them to an Eastern Conference representative status? That's what we're going to have to see. On paper, this team is better than last year. It's just, it's it's still the same makeup, still the same coach. Like they know what to do to win regular season games, just a playoffs for me. And they're gonna do they're it. Like, they're they're gonna get, they're gonna be the one seed by a few games. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna happen. They're probably it's seventy two game season. They're probably winning at least like fifty six games. No doubt about that. Okay. Number two, I got the Nets. Like Mike said, it's just Katie and Kyrie. If they're like even eighty percent healthy, then they're gonna go off. That's probably arguably the best one in the league. Shout out LeBron, shout out AD, but these guys can score on anybody in the league. And their depth is really good. DeAndre and Jared Allen is just going to lock up the paint. Not not as much DeAndre, but they're just going to grab rebounds, block shots. I really like Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis Avery. I don't think I agree with Spencer Dinwiddie starting over Karis, but I guess they're interchangeable. If it doesn't work, then it's going to be fine. I have the Heat at number three, just like Mike. The Heat, I feel like they didn't necessarily get better. It's just, I think that they got to sort of weigh in on their development from the other players. I think Hero's going to get better. I think Duncan's going to get better. And I think Bam's going to get better. If all of them 
improved greatly, then this team's going to be even better than the last year, believe it or not. The Sixers, I hated the Sixers last year. They were... I think it cut out. All right. Well, uh, we wait for him trying to, to space get... the floor. Oh, oh no! Wait. Continue. What are you gonna say? You. Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, can you just go back to uh, talking about the Sixers? It cut out for me. Oh yeah, yeah. I was All just right. gonna say the Sixers. I like what they're doing. They are playing a different play style. It doesn't seem like it, but Joel is taking a lot more jump shots, a lot more mid ranges, and that's even taking more mid ranges is gonna give Ben Simmons more of a lane to drive to the basket. And I feel like if Joel perfects the mid range and everything and spaces that floor even more for Ben Simmons to attack, they could be very deadly. I wouldn't be surprised to come out the East. The Celtics, I'm just, they're going to win games. I just don't like, I just don't like what they did. I like Neesmith a lot. I think like he's going to be a really nice shooter off the bench, but as you said, Amaz Turner would really help this team a lot. Trishan Thompson, I don't think really does anything for them besides just grabbing more rebounds and maybe hitting a three every now and then. I feel like they this team just needs a better bench and maybe a Kemba Walker trade can help them. Possibly, I'm not sure. The Raptors, this postseason really showed their true colors. They don't have a one or even a two. I'm not that high on Pascal Siakam at all. It seems like... They were playing, the Celtics were playing sort of Giannis defense on him, making him try to do everything. And he's just not that guy. And they did lose some big pieces in Gasol and Serge Ibaka. I do love Aaron Baines a lot, but I don't think Alex Len's going to cut it. They're they're not going to be as good this year, but they're still going to be a really good team. Seven, I got the Wizards. The Wizards, I think this can either go two ways. They're going to be better than this better than this i could see them even being a five seed if it works out well or just being like a seven eight seed i like westbrook and beals fit it's probably going to be arguably the best shooter that westbrook's ever had next to him and the makeup of this roster is really good they have a lot of shooters like like davis bertans and thomas bryant to space the floor i forgot about bertans <laughs> yeah, yeah and they're yeah, and they're, they're they're decent shooters. It's probably the best shooting team around Westbrook, but it's still the Wizards. They're still not going to play defense, and I'm not a big fan of Scott Brooks. And at the eighth spot, I got the Pacers. They're, the Pacers are always seven, eight, maybe even six, like the last couple of years. They're just, they're just sort of the six through eight seed that the Pacers, I, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're always stuck in mediocrity. They're always going to make the playoffs, but they're never going to advance. I feel like they have to sort of press the reset button if this year is just another 7-8 seed first round exit. I got the Hawks out of the playoffs just like everybody else. They are better, but I th- feel like they have too much people that can play. Like their death chart looks insane, but like I really want to see Cameron Reddish get more time, but it seems like he's not going to. And they're not going to play defense. They only have, like, really three real defensive players in Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter, and Rondo, if he wants to even play. Ten, I got the Magic, the same old Magic. They might make the eighth seed, but they did lose Jonathan Isaac. That's a really big piece 
to lose. And they didn't really necessarily get better. They didn't make a lot of moves. 11 seed, I got the Bulls. This is really going to show how bad of a coach Jim Boylan is. Because if... Because I think Bulls fans are saying that he's the reason why Laurie Markkinen hasn't been as impressive last year. They've been using him wrong. But if Laurie Markkinen is just the same and the Bulls are kind of the same, then it's not going to be necessarily Jim Boylan's fault. It's just going to be the fact that the Bulls just need to shake up their roster. I have the Pistons at 12, higher than everybody else. I just think that with a healthy Blake and a healthy Derrick Rose, they can make some noise, maybe even make it to the playing tournament. Hornets, I got 13. This is probably going to be the most fun team in the league. Not a lot of defense, but I love seeing LaMelo. His passes just like have me in shock every time. He just makes it look so easy out there with his passing. His shooting needs some work, but I really like the Hornets. Gordon Hayward is definitely going to help this team a lot. It's just that money is kind of ridiculous. They're probably not going to trade him. The Knicks, I have 14. Even though I'm a Knicks fan, I just know Thibodeau. He's not going to play the young guys one second. He's just going to go with the the veterans and probably play them over the young guys. But if they do go with the, the young people, then they're probably still going to be 14. I just want to I want to see the youth movement. They need to forward. get Taj back on the squad. <laughs> yes. Thibodeau's guy. Come on. And then 15, I got the Cavs. They just look horrible. I know <laughs> I, I know they're missing half their roster, but they look like they don't know what they're doing out there. What do you mean? Drummond's going to be deep, boy. But Isaac Okoro looks like the only guy who knows what he's doing on the Cavs right now. He's arguably their best defensive player as a rookie, and that's a sad thing to say. Gary. But I, I like them. I, I like him a lot. I do but like this Okoro. team. I'm excited to see this team because they are. What would you say? Trade bait. They have Kevin Love. I forgot Andre I, Drummond. And JaVale McGee, I they can just they trade them at the deadline. Kevin Love, I keep forgetting, like, I never see him, like, play. So I don't, I mean, I don't watch Cavs games. And I don't pay attention to that fucking franchise. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I, I forgot Kevin Love was even on that team and they can't trade him because the contract is just so big. Literally every time I see anything about Kevin Love, he just looks pissed off. Yeah, you, you know he doesn't want to be there. You know he wants to be on a winning team. I feel like their best bet is to just trade all the veterans to get some pieces. Because teams are going to want Andre Drummond. Teams are going to want Kevin Love, believe it or not, with that horrible contract. Any contract can get traded in this league. They traded John Wall. Like, True. How Horford got traded. Yeah. Well, let's see, let's any see if, any like, contract uh, tradable. Westbrook twice. If Drummond even has value, Drummond needs to get that value back up because he got traded for Brandon Knight and John Henson. <laughs> and a second-round pick. Can't forget about that. This will be his opportunity to just have monster stats again. And try to fool a team to trade for him. And JaVale McGee, the way he was playing against the Knicks, I don't think anybody else should pay for him. But if he just does what <laughs> well, he's I been mean, doing the last couple of years. They got blown out by like, they were down, what were they down, like 40 at one point in that game? You yeah, know I know. It's just, if Didn't he sticks to his role blocking shots, getting a rebound. I don't know. It was just ridiculous. But the Cavs, the most exciting thing about them is they're going to probably trade all their veterans. But that's all I have. Who I have come out of the East. I have either Nets or the Sixers. I really, the Nets, obviously, KD, Kyrie, and they're really deep, probably one of the deepest teams in the league. But the Sixers, I really believe that they're going to make some noise, especially if they yeah. trade for James Harden. Even not like Daryl Morey 
he, he'll do anything to make his team better. Like anything. He's, he's super cutthroat. I like Daramori a lot in this if, series. I, I think the Sixers, as I said, are dark horse. I don't like the Sixers at all. But the, the way they made it, they, they got better this year. They got a better coach. If they can't get past, like, the second round this season. Oh, then it's over. They're then, it, then you got to trade they, Simmons or Joel. Yeah, you got to do something because it, it's the process system isn't working. But I think this is a year. This is their best chance right now. I mean, well, their best chance when they had Reddick, Butler, all that. And they, unfortunately, they that Kawhi shot just ruined that. And then uh, Brett Brown. But this is their second best chance, honestly, to do anything. So they better take advantage of it. All right. Um, All right now let's look at the West. Yeah, you want to go with the West? As my 15 seed, I have the Thunder. They're rebuilding. One second. Might I add, this was the toughest thing about the predictions. The West just have like 13 teams, in my opinion, that can. Oh, yeah, the West noise. is ridiculous. Seed like six to like. 11, 12 are just like so annoying to do. Even like that, maybe like four, maybe like four. For like, me, from four to 13, it was tough. Yeah. Let's continue. It was, it was hard though. Wait, with my 15 seed, I have the Thunder. They, they have nothing outside of Shea. I mean, maybe Al Horford bounces back and looks like the Al Horford in Boston and they have like something, but what's that going to get you? A 13 seed? As my 14 seed, I have the Sacramento Kings. What the fuck are they doing? They signed Hassan Whiteside. That guy sucks. Like, what does he do besides just go out there and jump and try and block the shot? And half the time. Yes, with his OGs. My 13 seed, I have the Grizzlies. I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back this year, but mainly because I just feel like last year before the season got cut off, it just, they were just playing really well and got a hot streak at the right time. And I don't think they're going to have that this year. For the 12 seed, I have the Spurs, which. I know Spurs missing the playoffs back-to-back years sounds crazy, but I don't like the way their roster is built. It seems like they're stuck in 2010. For my 11 seed, I have the Rockets, assuming they trade James Harden and get a good package in return. They'll be solid, but not great. And in the West, that gets you like the 11 seed. My 10 seed, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think Cat and D'Lo having an offseason to work together and remember how to play basketball together is going to help them, but the West is just so loaded that they'll be the 10 seed this year. Nine seed, and this may shock people, I got the Golden State Warriors. I don't like the way that team is built around Steph Curry. Steph will lead this team to the playoffs. I wouldn't be shocked if he did, but I just don't like the roster around him. For my eight seed, I have the Pelicans. I think Ingram and Zion are going to take big steps forward, and then you have the perfect point guard for this team in Lonzo Ball, where he'll just make sure everyone gets involved and no one's out there complaining. And I think Stan Van Gundy's a really good coach, at least for this team. For my seventh seed, I have the Mavericks. Porzingis is supposed to miss a decent amount of time. 
and you know that even if he does come back and still play really well, he'll still miss a decent amount of games because he's been injury prone his whole career. And Luca can only do so much as a solo act in the West. For my sixth seed, I got the Utah Jazz. I like Donovan Mitchell a lot, but this team, I don't really know if they got better. Like, they just, I feel like they're going to stay around where they were last year, just being that really good defensive team that just relies on Donovan Mitchell to score. For my five seed, I got the Phoenix Suns adding Chris Paul. It's going to make everything click in Phoenix. I don't know why he did it in OKC, so now I feel like it's going to happen in Phoenix too. My four seed, I got the Portland Trailblazers. Dame and CJ with a really good supporting cast around them is going to help a lot. And typically when they have a competent supporting cast, they're a top four team in the West. Three seed, I got the Denver Nuggets. I think they're probably a top five team in basketball. And the emergence of Michael Porter and Bull Bull getting playing time should help make up for the loss of Jeremy Grant. And then obviously Nikola Jokic is going to be an MVP candidate. And Jamal Murray is just ridiculous out there. For the two seed, I got the Clippers. Kawhi and Paul George are a great combo. I think they got better adding Serge Ibaka, but they're not better than the one seed Lakers. You have the two best players in the world, in my opinion, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, you're not beating that. And coming out of the West, I have the Lakers, who I also think are going to be the NBA champions. Spoiler. Yeah, that's not really a spoiler. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, the only thing I really disagree with is the Mavs being so low and the Warriors just, even though they're playing games, they could still make the playoffs, but I think the Warriors will be one of the top eight teams. They don't have clay, but I still think Curry is just, the Curry is, it's just a monster. He is. He's going to remind people and, and listen to stop talking all this nonsense that Dame is better than him. And it's ridiculous. It's they have... Draymond will come back and Draymond will be better. Last year, Draymond had nobody there. So he had like a horrible season. Really it was Draymond and Juan Toscano. You got a nice score in Kelly Oubre. Andrew Wiggins is is decent. He's not he's, he's a nice he's not gonna have the number one pick season, but I think he's gonna find his role with the Warriors. Yeah, he, he's, he, he's a really good scorer and that's he, what they need. He could have he could I think he still still can be good at the defensive end as and, well. And and Wiseman's gonna be a beast. I'm telling you right. I now. know you're very high on Wiseman. James Wiseman is going to be an absolute monster. He could potentially be their best center they had. Because you weren't, they, you couldn't really see him in college because of what happened there. But in the games he did, but he, how many? I don't even know how many games he played. One or two? I think he played like four. I think he played, yeah, three or four. I, he was like a monster, wasn't he? I, I mean, I don't really watch college basketball, but I'm just assuming that. Yeah, he's he's good. He's gonna be good. There's a lot of question marks about him because of the competition, but I think he's going to be a nice – even if he's like a lob threat and gets rebounds and block shots, that's still really good for him because he's playing I with think, Steph Curry and Draymond Green. Yeah, I think he's going to be – much else with them. He's going to be the second or third best player on the team this year. Ooh, okay. okay. I think he is. I think he's going to be okay. – I think it's going to be Curry, Draymond, and him. Him and Draymond, I don't, I don't know. I think Draymond's going to be a lot better this year because he's – he it's 
not him by himself with Michael Mulder. He needs Mulder. good players to unlock what he can do. Yeah, he's the glue guy of that team. Yep. All right. Um, I will go over mine now. Uh, 15 seed. Uh, 15, 14, 15 Thunder, Kings 14. Same as what Fred said. I think that Thunder just, they just, they have just, they don't have anything except Shea. Shea's going to go off. And that's really going to be it. They want picks. That's what they want to do. No surprise there. Kings, they are the most dysfunctional franchise in all of the NBA. They don't know what they're doing. If I'm De'Aaron Fox, I want to. I would probably want to get out of there. Come to Miami, De'Aaron. We'll, we'll take you. Um, 13 seed. This is controversial. And my ranking here is if, if James Harden gets traded. I think the Rockets will be the 13 seed. It depends on what they get back, though, which might make them higher. But I don't. I don't know. I, I want to see John Wall and Boogie have looked good in preseason. Question: Will they stay healthy? We don't know about that. And it, it really depends on what they get back. They could. They could bolt up into like the top, the 10, 11, 9. But right now I'm at 13, assuming because I don't think Boogie and John Wall are going to stay healthy the full season. I just don't. 12. I got the Spurs. When Popovich is your coach, you're always going to compete. The team, though, with DeRozan and Aldridge, they're still good players, but they're just not on the right team. I, I feel like they're going to be free. I think both of them are free agents. I don't know about I don't know about Aldridge, but I know DeRozan's going to be a free agent next year. I think he's gone. Uh, and I could see the Spurs like trading because there was rumors last season. I could see the Spurs trading both of them in the uh, in this season, and. I think they're going to be around like the 12, 11, 12, 13 spot. T-Wolves at number 11. They're going to be better, but they have, they're not going to play any defense. They might be a top five offensive team in the league, but they're going to be a bottom two defensive team in the league. I like Cat. I would love to have Cat on my team. D'Lo, I like D'Lo. Edwards, I'm, I'm iffy on Anthony Edwards. I I don't know. I just his comments about stuff, and I'm seeing like he's having like some bust, trouble. Bust, bust, bust. I'm, I, in my opinion, and probably he's another, another Wiggins. Yeah, exactly. I think he's gonna be another Andrew Wiggins type player. Maybe he can prove me wrong this year, but I, I just don't see that team being like they, they need more pieces around them. They need some more defense. Number ten, I got the Grizzlies. Uh the Grizzlies are they're gonna be a decent team. They have they have a great piece. I love what they're doing there. Ja, Jaron Jackson, uh, like Brandon Clark. Um, but there's just better teams above them. And after the way they kind of blew it in the bubble and they didn't make the playoffs, that, that shows something. But it's a young, they're a young team, very young team. So number nine, I got the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are going to be a lot better. I think Zion, assuming he plays, is going to be as good as uh, everybody ESPN makes him seem out to be because he was good when he played. But And it seems like he's not getting restricted. Lonzo, I think, is going to be better. And Ingram is, is, is a star now. He is. Uh, eight seed, I got the Warriors. We already talked about that. I think Steph will, even though the roster, no clay, I think they're going to be, uh, well, clearly they're going to be better. But they're going to be a playoff team. Seven seed, I got the Jazz. Uh, Gobert has got his max contract. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I think they're going to be like the same but I think the Blazers and Mavis have, uh, and Suns have, are better than them this year. They're going to be better because the Blazers, they got more depth. 
And as long as they had no Nurkic last year, and then they have they got they got Robert Covington. I think they're gonna be a solid team. Five seed, I got the Mavs. Uh even if Porzingis doesn't play uh half the season or whatever, I still think Luca is just gonna be an absolute monster this year. MVP type season. And he will lead them to a top five seed in the uh, West. Four seed, I got the Suns. I think the Suns roster is better than the Thunder roster last year when CP3 came in. So that's why I think the Suns are going to make a higher leap with a CP run that offense with, with Devin Booker, with DeAndre and getting better. I think it's going to be a great team. Three seed, I got the Nuggets after the bubble. I mean, they were already good last year. They fat past years in the regular season, but they finally broke that like label that they kind of had of like not being great in the playoffs with uh, coming back against the Clippers. Uh, I think Jokic is an MVP candidate. Jamal Murray is just getting better, and he showed after his like um, just amazing playoff performances. Michael Porter Jr. is going to be better if Bobo plays. That's just a great player. I'm sad that we traded him. I don't know why we drafted him and traded him, but you know whatever. Two seed, I got the Clippers. Uh, Clippers and Lakers, I think, are just a tier above every other team. The Lakers are better though because they took their sixth man of the year even though it should have been Schroeder. Uh, but they also have Schroeder as well, Lakers, so there you go. And the Clippers, I, I need to see Paul George. That's really I, – I like what they did in getting a Baca, but I need to see what Paul George can do after, bounce back after that uh, that playoff performance. That was not good against the Nuggets. And then, uh, of course, I had the Lakers coming out of the West as well, and I think the Lakers are going to the championship because their team is just stacked. Two of the, like, two of the best players in the league – the best player in the league, and then a top – like five arguably player uh plus great bench they're they're gonna be good they're just too overpowered man it's it's just on paper they're blowing all these teams out of the water if they match up in a series mm-hmm. but plus, you gotta factor in the chemistry that lebron and ad have with each other like they last year it looked like they played together for a whole decade and it was their first year but that's what LeBron does. LeBron makes everybody better around him. Yeah, but like this was like different from like Wade, Bosch, Kyrie, Kevin Love. No, yeah, AD is definitely his well, best AD, teammate he's had. Yeah, because Wade was at the end of his career, and Kyrie. If Wade, if Wade was like in his prime with LeBron, I think. Oh my would, god, that would have been scary. I think they would have won more championships. Oh, they would have four-peated. They would have won all four years in Miami. But AD is in his prime right now. He's one of the best players in the league. He's an MVP candidate. Him and LeBron. See, I don't think we've seen the best of AD yet. If they don't win, then it's a failure of a season. It is. Oh, yeah. Including championship or bust in Laker town. Yeah. All right. So, for me, we both have the Kings and the Thunder 14-15. The Thunder, they're going to be bad. They're doing this on purpose. It's probably the first year. I don't have the exact numbers, but I feel like since 2013, they, they've made the playoffs every single year. Uh, this team, they have trade bait and trip. No, they don't have Trevor Reza anymore. He got traded too much. Uh, or do they? No, they have Trevor Reza. Yeah, they have trade bait and Trevor Reza. Who knows? Ariza got traded like 15 times. Who knows? No, he, he's on the Thunder. He's on the Thunder. They have Ariza. They have George Hill. And they have Al Horford, who if they play really good, like leading up to the deadline, they just trade them and give more minutes to my guy, Alexi Polkasevsky. 
What about your I guy, Lou Dort? Lou Dort, yes. I, I love Lou Dort. He is one of my type of players. If you play defense, if you shoot, if you hustle, then I love you. But watch out for my guy, Alexi Postrzewski, okay? The Kings, I don't know what they're doing, man. That whole Bogdanovich trade was just embarrassing on both sides for the Bucks and the Kings. Uh, this season sort of weighs on Marvin Bagley. Is he actually going to play most of the season this year? Is he actually going to be better? Is he going to prove Vladi Divac and saying that he's better than Luka Doncic? Like, I'm going to say a hard no right now. But Not we, even close. We got <laughs> we, we to see what Marvin Bagley can do this year. Hopefully it's a healthy season. I have the Timberwolves at 13. You guys have them higher, but not make the playoff. Actually, probably about 10. That's a plan. Are they trying to win games? Are they trying to make Carl Anthony Towns happy? Like, the, this is sort of an underrated move, but, like, the last couple of days they released Rondé Hollis Jefferson, and he's their best power forward they have. He's, like, one of their only defensive players that could help them at power forward. He's, that, that was really weird. Uh, he's their, he's yeah, their best option next to Towns. Me. Like, I don't know. They're not trying to win. And Edwards, I'm just not a fan. Like, earlier I said bust. Like, I was over-exaggerating. But I just don't think he's going to be that good. I feel like they're well, going to If they packaged him, Beasley, and Culver for some star that becomes available. They, they should have traded for somebody. But honestly, this team's going to be bad again. And Towns is going to ask for a trade by the deadline. Like, I'm, I'm calling it right now. They're trying to make him happy with MSG. I don't like the Timberwolves at all. They have no moves. They have no defense, no anything, no flow. At 12, we all had the Spurs. I like their young talent a lot. I love Murray. I love White. I am a Trey Lyles fan. He's a really nice three-point shooter. I love Jakob Pertl since the Raptors. It's just DeRozan and Aldridge are stunting their growth. I feel like they're definitely going to get traded by the deadline. I know the Spurs never make trades, but I think this has to be done for their future. And I'm a fan of seeing the Spurs actually like not try to contend for anything. Like I love seeing, I love, I want to see these players progress. I think DeJounte Murray can be a, a top point guard in this league if they trade DeRozan and Aldridge. And they're definitely going to get some good pieces back for them since they're also a caliber players. I have the Grizzlies at 11. I love the Grizzlies last year. I love their pickup in Desmond Bain. I just really like the Grizzlies, but it's just too stacked out here. Like, I could still see them make the playoffs, though. Like I said, my one through 12, I could see making the playoffs still. They're going to be a playing team. Is there, they're going to be so? I think they're going to be a playing team because it's it's seven through 10, right? Yeah, seven through 10. I have like yeah, 11 yeah, right now, but I, think... I, can see, I can see my 11, my 10 swapping. Oh, well, yeah, that's because I, I don't have I have the Rockets low. It depends really what they get back from me. I'll talk about the Rockets in a second. The Pelicans, I have them at 10. People, people do have them in the playoffs. I just think that their spacing isn't going to work out too well. I'm not a fan of Bledsoe one bit. I feel like regular season is going to probably do his thing. But if they do make the playoffs or if they do go into the the, the playing type tournament, then I don't think he's going to do anything. Steven Adams just, I don't think he fits with Zion at all. They, they need, this team desperately need like a Lopez or a Christian Wood type player to fully unleash Zion for him to be the only guy really driving in. I think Lonzo is going to be important this season to see if he progresses. Cause as of now, he seems like he's going to be an off ball shooter because they're starting him and Bledsoe together. 
they, they and everybody what were you gonna say they, they need it they and they also didn't get an extension so like it, this is a prove year for Lonzo like this is right here for him I think that'll cause him to play the best he's played in the NBA I still like Lonzo I, I like him a lot like if you put him on some other teams and he's already the best point guard on their team, he's just, he's not that consistent. Like the Knicks, for example. Yeah. And Brennan Ingram's going to have a better year too. I really like Ingram a lot. And the ninth seed, I put the Rockets here because this is assuming if they trade James Harden, but they're still going to be good because they have John Wall. They have DeMarcus Cousins. They have Christian Wood. They have, they have Gordon and they have House. They have a. They still have a really good team, and you got to think about the piece they're going to give back. Like for instance, if they trade to the, to the Heat, I know that that report's been shot down that they're not going to go for them. But still, like you're getting Tyler Hero, you're getting none, you're getting a bunch of young players, and you're getting some picks. Like those are, and like Iguodala, you're getting people to plug in. So even if they trade hard, they're still going to be decent. I don't think they're going to be, like, an eighth seed. But if they're in a plan, then they're dangerous too to make it in the playoffs. Eight, I have the Jazz. I'm just, they didn't get better, like really. They just added some more bench guys. They got rid of Moutier, which is an improvement. I'll say that. But the Jazz are just sort of like a mediocre team. They can they can pull an upset in beating. They're a second round team. They're definitely gonna get out the first round most of the time, but second round is when they're gonna get beat up. And Gobert got paid a lot of money, just saying. Seven, I got the Warriors. Stephen Curry is going to prove everybody wrong. You got to stop it. Stop saying that uh, Lillard is better than him. Just stop. Curry's going to have another MVP type season. I just don't think the team is good enough for, to, for him to be like a top four seed to push that MVP case. I really like the pieces around him. I think they have a, a lot of nice 3 and D guys. Clay Thompson's going to hurt not having him. But this team, in my opinion, is definitely a playoff team, playoff squad. I like Wiseman, not as much as Mike, but I think Wiseman's going to be really good. Number six, I have the Suns. I really like this team. I just don't think they're top four. Chris Paul is going to unlock this team, is going to unlock Aiden. Aiden's going to play way better under Chris Paul. Devin Booker's just going to do his thing. It's just he's actually going to be winning now. He's finally going to get his respect. I feel like their bench is really good. I love uh, Cam Johnson, and I like Javon Carter. I feel like this team is also really deep, and I also like their pickup in the draft of Jalen Smith. I think he's going to be a nice power forward center for them. Only thing questionable with the Suns is a tattoo on DeAndre in the back. <sighs> Let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's number rough. five. Number five are the Trailblazers. I'm not as high as the, on the Trailblazers as everybody else is. They did get better. It's just people got to remember they were a playing team last year. Like it didn't work out for a reason. But I do like the pickup of uh, Harry Giles. I feel like he's going to play over Ennis Cantor. I think Ennis Cantor is the third center for them, in my opinion. He just doesn't play defense at all. I love Robert Covington for them. He's probably going to be their best power forward they had because in the past they had Zach Collins and Mo Harkless. They're good players, well, but Covington is way better. I think Zach Amazing. Collins is going to start when he comes back. You think Aren't they playing Covington at the three? They have they have too many players on their team. They also have, they have Melo. T- they're going to be – their best move this offseason was not resigning Hassan Whiteside. Cheers to you guys. 
in Portland. That guy's a bum. But I think the, la- the main reason last year they weren't that good, I think it's just not having Nurkic. People can say Whites have oh, yeah. put up all these numbers, but no. No, Nurkic was really big for them when they made they need- the Western Conference Finals. Because they were the three seed that year. The two yeah, seed they were. Out. They were really good. I don't have them that just- high, but I am where you have them. But they, I think as long as they stay healthy, they'll be a top five seed in the or West. For sure, for sure. I'm just I'm just not as high as everybody else. Yeah, no, I, I personally. Four, I got the Mavericks. It's Luca season. I have him as my MVP. Sorry for the spoiler, but he's gonna cook. And I love the pickup for uh, the pickup of Josh Richardson. This team needed defense, and they. They got, one, they got one of the most underrated defenders in this league. He's a nice three and D type of guy. And he, he can score if he's given the opportunity. This this seating all depends on Porzingis's health because he's he's been injured like every single year. But if he if he's healthy like after the first month of the season and they're really consistently good and they have they have a lot of good role players that fit next to Luca, a lot of three and D guys like Dorian Finney Smith and Dwight Powell. I like that they got back Trey Burke. He really helped them in the playoffs. This team, I have the Clippers at three, but I think the Mavericks could be the three seed if everything goes right. I've, But yeah, like I said, the Clippers at three. These are interchangeable three and four with the Mavs. The Clippers, I don't, I don't, I like what they did with Ibaka because I think he's a much better fit than Montrezl Harrell and he's better for that team. But I don't like their bench. I still don't like that they have Lou Williams on their team because their bench, their bench rotation is going to be Reggie Jackson, Lou Williams, and Lou Kennard, like three small guards that can't really defend anything. They're going to score, but they can't really defend. Are they not? Oh, wait. No, never mind. Um, yeah, they're not going to start Lou Kennard. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I think they're one trade away from actually being true. They are contenders, but to being like a true threat to the Lakers. And Paul George really has to prove that he's he's that man. He's worth all that money because last year he was just really disappointed in the playoffs. He just has to stop talking, honestly, for his own good. I think everyone in the league hates Paul George, or at least it seems that way. He, he this season is a make it or break it for him, and it is. It really is. Just to spoil our conversation, they can jump up to two if they make. I think this team's a dark horse to get James Harden, but that's just me. Number two, I got the (laughs) number two. I got the Nuggets. They really impressed me in the postseason. They were really good. I know Jeremy Grant balled out and it's gonna hurt them, but I think the season banks on the development of Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull. And your cousin. Uh yeah, and Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jamal Murray, I think he's gonna average. 20 to 25 points this season. I feel like Michael Porter Jr. is going to reach 20. And Gary Harris, he has been declining, but I think that's for the better of this team to make everybody else grow. And if Bobo is what, if he's like even a bit as what we've seen in the bubble, then I think this team, this is like without a doubt the second best team. And Jokic is another MVP type guy. He's, you know what he's going to do. In my opinion, he's the best center in the league. So that's why I have the Nuggets had two. Number one, the Lakers. We talk about them a lot, but they're just they're just too stacked. But I can see, I can see like 
a universe where it doesn't work out. When I say that, I mean that they can make it to the finals, but they just lose. Because I still so don't like to the Pistons. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't. It's not like it's not like they have a super team though. That was different. Like that, they like people were saying like that's a super team when they lost to the Pistons. I'm saying they're still a favorite, but I just I just don't like the Matras Harrow fit for them at all. As long as he's coming off the bench, I'm fine with it. If they try and start him, then that's going to be a disaster. I feel like he's coming off the bench, like 100%. He's got to come off the bench. There's no way he's going to start. Like, that's why he messed up the Clippers. It it, it was a collective, obviously, but, like, him playing over Zubac, he can't – sometimes he just can't guard anything. He's just too small. He's he's a 6'7 center. He's a 6'7 center, but off the bench, he can be deadly. And – Kuzma has a lot of question marks to him. I don't think I he's Kuzma. not going to be that guy that he was like the first two years, like averaging 16. As long as he's like, just a glue guy, he's fine. I feel like his is on this team, his ceiling is like a 10 to 15 point score. Who's he's basically a three and D guy, but he's going to score more, honestly. But other than that, I love this roster. I like what I'm seeing from Horton Tucker. I don't think he's going to be as good as people are saying, but. He's a nice off guard, but yeah, that's my West. Very difficult to decide. And I'm assuming you have the Lakers coming out. Yeah, of, of course. When, I have the Lakers. I have the Lakers. Yeah. If everything like right now, they're the best team. Yeah. But I have the Lakers coming out, winning the championship favorites, but I can see, I can see like the Nuggets, Clippers, or Mavs contending for them. Like if the Clippers, serious. the Clippers like are as good as they were advertised last season. They have a chance to beat the Lakers, I, I think. Like I said, I, I like... Oh. I think we lost Phil again. They have to get rid of Lulu Will. They have to get rid of him for them to be good, in my opinion. All right. Um, I guess that's the predictions. I guess we'll get to uh, our award predictions now. Uh, I guess w- what we'll do is we'll go one-on-one with MVP for each person instead of, like, doing, like, all the rewards. So, Fred, you want to start off with your MVP and why? Uh, I guess I'll start off. All right. <laughs> difficulties yeah i have luca i think this is luca's season especially with the month that the the month and some change you're going to miss with porzingis he basically averaged a triple double last year and there was a seventh seed i think they're just going to get they're going to be better than last year i'm a fan of their team tim hardaway jr has really found his role in the league and he just has he has all the tools to make him the best this season. I, I don't think LeBron or AD is just going to win it simply because they're on the same team. It's going to be like like Stephen Curry and Durant when they're on the same team. None of them won MVP because they're just taking votes away from each other. They're just too good on the yeah. same team to win MVP. But Luka, if, especially if they're a top four seed like I have them as, I feel like he's he's my favorite to win MVP. But yeah, I, have, I have Jokic second. Really? Yeah, because I think he's just going to go off with the Nuggets. But Luca's just – he's going to have better stats. Yeah, I have Luca as well as my MVP. I think he's going to average close to a triple-double. I think they're going to be 
uh, a great team. I think they're gonna he, in the in in the playoff. I mean, he was already good in the regular season, but in the playoffs, like he put everybody on notice. Yeah, he was that that game winner. Just the way he played, like against the Clippers with the fight. They almost they could have imagine they won that series. That would have been something. But I, I like Luca a lot, and uh it's just a crime that he wasn't the number one pick in the draft. But uh, I, I just, I don't know. I think Luke is just going to be great. And the Mavericks are just, he's going to be, a, he's going to be a multiple time MVP and this is going to be his first year. He's already a top 10 player. He, he could win MVP his third season in the league. That would be nuts. Yeah, that would be, I think Fred is having uh, some technical difficulties, but uh, he also had Luca as an MVP uh, probably for the same reason as uh as us, but I know he said also that Jokic was like a backup. Oh no, he had Jason Tatum. Oh, I, thought he had, like, <laughs> I, re- I really wanted to hear what he's gonna say about Jason. I was looking at, it. I was like, Mike, he doesn't. Have I him. forgot he did. I think he switched. Yeah, okay, sorry about that. He has Jason Tatum as the MVP. He says Jason Tatum's like a five top five player in the league or whatever. Or what do you say, top ten? He said Jason Tatum was a top 10 player in the league last season, which oh, I don't agree with. He's definitely top. I'm very for- high on Tatum. Oh, there he is. Okay. Talk about talk about your MVP pick, Fred. I I think the two-seed Celtics are going to have MVP Jason Tatum. I don't know why. I, I just see it happening. I still think you're too high on the Celtics, but. I, I spoke last year's finals into existence. I'm speaking Jason Tatum I've never, MVP into I've existence. I've never heard of a, a Knicks fan talk so high of the Celtics before. I'm just it's literally I just do, Jason Tatum and Jalen. I Brown. do understand Fuck everyone else on Fred, the Celtics. Yeah. I do understand Fred's pick because Kemba Walker's gonna miss some time and it's literally gonna have to be Jason Tatum and Brown to carry the scoring load. And with the Celt the Celtics are so weird. I can see them being really good when Walker is out. Like they could be like the the first seed until Walker comes back. When Walker I feel comes like back, they're better they're without Kemba. No, same here. I feel like they just need another sort of off-ball type score, start Marcus Smart, and get a better setter, and they can be really good. I just don't like how their roster is currently constructed right now. But I could I could see Tatum going off like the first couple months of the season. It would be a totally yeah. different story if they just got Miles Turner, for me at least. Yeah, same here, but Danny Ainge is too greedy. So rookie of the year now, right? Fred, who you got? Yeah, you can start off, Fred. See, I'm – I'm feeling like Obi Toppin's going to earn that starting <laughs> spot. For me, it was between him, Killian Hayes, and James Wiseman. So I just decided to be different than you guys and go Obi. This could totally backfire, but I'm going to try and speak it into existence. Okay, so is this your Knicks fandom talking right now? or are A you little bit. The, okay, because I'm saying I don't think Obi's going to play like that much he's going to be off the bench because we still have Randall if we trade Randall for like just a a guy who has to be a bench starter like a bench player then yeah I feel like Obi could be in the conversation I just don't think he has the most opportunity because we still have RJ trying to prove something and we still have Knox on our team trying to prove that he's still worth see I think they mesh well together I just, I just don't see it. As long as we have Randall on our team and he's starting, then Obi's definitely not going to win Rookie of the Year. I mean, anything's possible. Okay, I, think Obi, I don't think, I don't think Obi's going to win Rookie of the Year. I think that he, when it's all said and done, this is a pretty weak draft class. I think he'll be one of the best rookies from it. He has a chance to be a top five rookie coming from it. But uh, 
I don't think he's been a rookie of the year this year. But when this he sold us at eight, I was beyond excited. This isn't his year. That's just my opinion. But I like your confidence with Obi, but I just don't think this is year. All right. Um, of course, you know, I already I have, I have James Wiseman. James Wiseman, I already told you why I have him. He's gonna You're be talking about like he's Jesus Christ. Oh, well, no, yeah, I agree with Mike, though. I agree with Mike. I agree with Mike. Okay. I think Wiseman is going to benefit a lot from playing with Curry and Draymond. They're going to just feed him the ball whenever he's under the paint. I don't think he's going to post up as much because the Warriors don't really run a lot of post ups with their centers, but they never had a center this good. So, yeah, he's the I best. I feel like Wiseman. The last time they had a center this good, he tore his quad. I can see him averaging, like, it's either he's going to average 10 and 10 or like 15. I see him 10 and like, like a, a block. Yeah, I could see being somewhere like uh, 13 to like 16 points and like 9, 10 rebounds a game. I think that'll be and, – and for a playoff team, see, the difference is I don't think LaMelo is going to be on a playoff team. Uh, I don't think Edward Edward's definitely not going to be on a playoff team. Obi's not going to be on a playoff team. And Killing Hayes is not going to be on a playoff team. So I, I – yeah, I think if the Warriors make the playoffs, then it's definitely going to be Wiseman, but I don't have them in the playoffs. And it's not so. like he's not going to like help. He's going to help them make the playoffs. So that's why I have him as my rookie of the year. For me, it was kind of tough. I had a two-man race. It was between Killian Hayes and LaMelo. Like from what I've seen from Melo, I know it's just preseason, but like every game he's been coming off the bench. And I think that might be the best for them because he really does get everybody else involved. So just based on that, I have Killian. I think Blake Griffin's going to help him a lot. And Jeremy Grant's going to – he's just going to have the tools just to be – he's going to have the best start of the season because they're already giving him the keys to the offense and everything. I, yeah. Blake's going to help him a lot. I love Grant for him. I can see him being like a He really is going to help him out a lot. Yeah, he's gonna be a great mentor to him. I like him a lot. I feel like if he was available for the Knicks, I think they should have picked him. He was probably the, in my opinion, he's the best point guard in the draft. Really, I like LaMelo, but I feel like he has the complete tools. I don't know. That's he's, just he's gonna be good. I think both of them are gonna be very good. The only problem I have with LaMelo is I don't think he's gonna be that efficient from like shooting. Yeah, his shot is a big. He's gonna be a good rebounder guys, for point not... guard, and he's gonna be a, a. He's gonna be the Lamelo is the best playmaker in the draft. I think he's gonna have a rookie year like RJ, except for a little more assists. Like not that efficient, but shows flashes. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Lamelo wins or Wiseman. Oh but... yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if any of these guys we said win. They're all great players. It's gonna be a weird rookie year. It's just whoever's more comfortable in this pandemic situations because there, again there was also no like definitive number one i mean everyone was saying edwards but it could have been lamello could have been lamello like no one really knew edwards is coming off the bench i even saw a little bit that obi could have gone number one that would have been it's it's just a bad it's just a bad look i don't know i don't think edwards has a chance i I wanted to prove me wrong i wanted to be good but i just i just i just don't see as of now i have nothing wrong with anthony edwards i just i just want to see he just he gives yeah, off a like, bad vibe. He looks like Andrew he doesn't Wiggins love vibe. basketball. He says he, yeah, I, I kind of get that feeling too. And before we move on to sixth man, I just want to say for rookie of the year, don't sleep on Cole Anthony. I'm sleeping. I feel like he could be I'm really good. I like Cole Anthony, Anthony but 
Uh, I think he landed in the perfect situation in Orlando. I don't know. They just between, got, there's not going to be a lot of media spotlight on him. Plus, yeah, but they just got. He's going to be allowed to handle the ball and do his thing. They just got Marco Fultz's contract though, so they're they're clearly wanting to go in the direction of Fultz being their point guard. Yeah, but I'm saying if Cole Anthony just balls out and says, "Okay, I'm the better player. Fucking play me," then who knows? Yeah, I'm just saying he's a potential sleeper. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. For sixth man, we're going to have a repeat. Montrez Harrell. I do not agree with that at all. I don't know why. I just don't. I just see him being a great guy off the bench for the Lakers, just doing what Montrez does, hustle, get buckets. I agree with the sixth man of the year coming from the Lakers, but mine is just Dennis Schroeder because I think Schroeder should have won it last year. I think, I think he's going to start for the Lakers, though. You think he's going to start? Yeah. I think he's starting. I saw a report that he was a starter. Oh, really? Okay, then I'm going to have to change that. I don't know, then. I mean, we don't know. Like, there could be, there could be like, a Clipper situation where both of them come off the bench, but I That's think for I the Lakers, it's, it's best for him to start. If, well, okay, well, if he comes off – okay, then my thing, if he comes off the bench, then he's a six-man. And if, yeah, I'd have to think of it again, then. I don't know. But I don't. I don't think Montrez is gonna get as much looks as he did with the Clippers. He's gonna be a really great six man, but I think there's gonna be better competition for him this year around. Mm-hmm. Oh, it might get Dennis Shooter. Okay, for me, it was tough. I had Carmelo and Derrick Rose. Melo, I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna come off the bench this year for the first time in his career. And I feel like he's going to embrace it. Looking at the bench, there isn't a lot of more scores that can create their own shots. So I think Melo's just going to go off, have like 15 to like 17 points, really, really run that bench unit and kill other benches. He's still one of the best scores in this league. I know he's not averaging 20 anymore, but like no one. If Melo wants a bucket, he'll get a bucket. The only only person who's going to stop Melo is himself. And I also had Derrick Rose for this spot. Last year, he was killing it. He averaged like 20 off the bench. He's going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he could he could get traded this year to another team, but he's going to he's gonna have the same exact role being a six-man. So I feel like Derrick Rose or Melo, and I would love to see both of them win an award. I would love to see uh, my boy Goran Dragic get the six-man of the year. That would be nice. I don't think that's, he would. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That, that's my pick. I don't I think he was going to start. No, he Tyler Euro is starting. He was really good off the bench. Just the playoffs, he had to start because none was just yeah like, god awful. If Dragic can like score like seventeen points, eighteen points a game off the bench, I think he has a chance to win it. He was in the running last year, uh, not maybe like top six, top seven in it. I think when like the odds came out, but I would love to see Dragic win. I think he can do it again. I think my sleepers, because the Hornets situation is kind of weird right now, it's either going to be LaMelo, um, yeah, LaMelo or uh, Devontae Graham. Yeah, I can see Devontae Those are my sleepers. Graham. Devontae was starting next to Rozier, though. Yeah, he's starting now, but I could see them, like, just – If they switch it up, yeah. If LaMelo's, like, really that good, then they're probably going to start him and put Graham off the bench. But I like the picks from all of you. Like, this, this is going to probably be the tightest race out of all of them. 
Oh, yeah, there's like not. 10 guys who could win it. Yeah. And also, you can't leave Lou Will out, too. We didn't really I'm, I'm, I'm him. leaving Lou Will out. I'm leaving Lou Will I think he's done. I'm sorry. I think he's cooked. I'm not as high as Lou Will as everybody else. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. But he, he can still win it, too. But now if we want to talk about defensive player of the year, there's going to be many guys who could deserve it, but Anthony Davis. I think he's pissed he didn't win it last year, and he's just going to be even better this year. Yeah. I Like Bam or Rudy Gobert or even yeah. possibly Mitchell Robinson if he stops fouling. Yeah, I have – I have Bam. It's a little bit of a bias, but not really, because he is one of the best defensive centers in the league, defensive players in the league. And I think he's just going to get better and because he can guard any position. He can guard the one to the five. He can guard on the perimeter. He is just a great defender. That fucking block on Jason Tatum was crazy. And the playoffs <laughs> yeah, was insane. When I tell you I was yelling and jumping up and down when but I saw he can, that. He that could was, guard your best team's player. as That was the best defensive player last center. season. That was, that was great. He's a great oh, for sure. He's a great defensive center. If he doesn't, he, he is at least winning one in his career, whether it be this year or like another season. But I think he is definitely like a top five odds to win uh, defense for the year. And I, I would love to see Bam win it. I think he deserves it. Yeah, I also had Bam. I could also see Anthony Davis winning it too because of uh, last year people thought that he was sort of snake out of the award. But they forget how good Giannis was before the oh, – yeah. before the before the pandemic, he, he just had to win both of the awards, but I don't think Giannis is going to repeat. I think he's going to suffer from voter fatigue, especially from the MVP award. It's just, he has to prove that he can actually win in the playoffs. And yeah, I have, I have either Bam or AD, but Bam's my favorite because the way he defends is just so he can, he can switch on anybody and he's so fast. He's probably one of the fastest centers in the league. And I, I just love Bam. Like, what else can I say? I, uh, I can agree good. with you there. <laughs> okay. He just plays I, defense beautifully. I think Bam, Bam is probably my favorite player in, in the uh, on the team right now. Him and Jimmy are close. It's close. But I, I, he I plays like, defense like a guard. It's so Bam. weird to see him. Like, he's a guard in a big's body. It's crazy. Yeah, he can literally and, – and not even just all defense. Like, he can handle the ball, too. He's a good passer. Like, he literally is – He's arguably their best player on the team. <laughs> if he develops an outside shot, he'll be a top five player in the league. Uh, I'm that, to, that's bold, but I'm, that's, that's, I'm willing to make that prediction. That's too high. I'm sorry, bro. But I, I, I love Bam. I think he's going to have a really good season this year. Maybe running deep way. Most improved is kind of tough for me. This was tough for me, too, because there were just so many options. Yeah, there were so many guys, but I think with improved spacing, we'll see – RJ Barrett win it just because I think he'll go from what do you average like 14 on 40% shooting to probably like 18 on 45. Like I think we'll see his points per game go up and his efficiency skyrocket just having space to actually do stuff. That's a really good pick. I was thinking about him a lot, but I just. And I also think he'll take on more of like a playmaking role just because Whenever he has the ball in his hands, I feel like he's a pretty good playmaker, like or at least a distributor, and he'll probably average about five rebounds a game. No, I feel like he can be like a twenty-five and five type of guy. 
because he he looks so much better this season. This is, the shot is so questionable, but like anything but but a three, he's just he's making it mid ranges. He's very good going to the rim, and his playmaking did get a little bit better. But I feel like if they if they commit to the youth movement and start Obi to increase the spacing, then he's gonna have a really good season. Oh, for sure. I have uh, it, as I said, it was tough. I just went with Shea. I think Shea has a chance to average like twenty five a game this year. Because since he's gonna be basically like one of the only scorers on that team, but uh, I, I think Shea's getting better every season. He could have won Most Improved last year too, but uh, just with the way that team is built, and uh, they're just more in tank mode, they're just gonna give him the keys to do whatever he wants, and he's just gonna go off this season. Oh, he be a future MVP candidate down the line. No, no. I don't think he'll be a future MVP candidate. I think that's crazy to say. Phil, what, is, uh, what do you think? Oh, I'm sorry. I cut off. What did you say about Shai? I said, I, said I think he could be a future MVP candidate a few years down the line. <sighs> I don't think, I think so. the Thunder is going to be too stacked these next couple of years. You know how many picks they have? <laughs> Um, they're literally gonna get like Cade Cunningham, Amani Bates. So, like they're gonna <laughs> have like all these great prospects. They're gonna repeat their their twenty twelve the twenty ten days with KD, Westbrook, and uh, Harden. But hopefully they just keep it this time. I think Shea could be the quote unquote KD of that group, the alpha per se. I'm not saying no, I, he's gonna I be can, as good as Kevin Durant, but I can see Shea averaging twenty five this year. They're gonna be really bad, but he's gonna. He's going to prove that he's really good in this league. He could be an all-star, too. I really like Shea a lot. He's a very good two-way player. I like his height. I like his shiftiness. He could win it. This was probably the toughest award for me to pick. But I had Christian Wood. I know that's a weird pick, but hear me out. I think Harden's effort, if Harden gets traded, and depending on what they get back, Wood is going to be their first option. Like what we saw last year, I don't think it was a fluke. I think Wood is some people are saying he's the next coming Anthony Davis. I wouldn't go that far, but he can definitely average 20 and 10 on this team. Because Cousins, even though he looks way better, I don't think he's gonna average like 25 again. And I don't think Wall is gonna average 20 and 10 again. They're gonna be nice complimentary pieces to Wood. I feel like this is gonna be his coming out party this year, depending on what they get for Harden the way they, yeah and trade Harden the way he finished out last year was just he, he played amazing with the Pistons in the last few games if he, he was insane but people were like saying that he's not going to be good because he was on a bad team and he yeah. sort of had to do it but he's shown in like the preseason I, I think he had a preseason game where he had like a good like he had a great stat line and like only playing like 25 minutes or so or something like that I remember seeing I think he's going to be good I think he has a chance to win that award I can see it yeah, he's sort of like a dark horse for me. And my second one, I had Kobe White. I really like what I'm seeing from him. I think he's going to be a 20-point game score <laughs> for the Bulls. It's just... Speaking it's about fucking here. ending great last season, that man was fun. Uh, he was amazing in those like, last he, 10 games. He I think him us. and Levine are walking buckets in that backcourt. They're going to be a good backcourt for the future. It just depends on their success. I mean... Team success doesn't really matter for this award, but I think Kobe White's going to go off. He's going to have like a 20.5 assist type season. 
I feel like his, yeah, his playmaking is going to get way better. Last year he played, like, it felt like he was a shooting guard just in the point guard position, but I feel like he's going to, he said he worked on his playmaking. So hopefully that comes through. And I know his scoring, he just needs to be a more consistent scorer for this season for him to have a chance to win this award. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we'll get to our final award, the coach of the year award. Fred, start us off. Monty Williams in Phoenix. Mm, I like that. I think him having Chris Paul as his point guard will help a lot with being able to scheme everything towards how he wants it. And they're going to make a big leap, which I think will win him coach of the year. But you can't go wrong with someone like Steve Nash in Brooklyn, possibly Eric Spolstra in Miami. No, I like the Monty Williams pick. Clippers. I was listening to the JJ Reddick podcast earlier. Sorry, Fred, to cut you off, but Chris Paul was his guest, and Chris Paul was saying like he's probably the best coach that he's had in terms of like X and O's and everything, getting everybody to listen to him. Like that speech that he had last season in the bubble with the Suns, like that almost got me in tears. Like he he really has that locker room on his side, and I feel like he's one of the most underrated coaches of in the NBA, it's just like his team wasn't that good last yeah. season. Like with them winning more, I feel like he's a favorite to win this award. Uh, I got from my coach of the year, I got, uh, as Fred said, his candidate, Steve Nash. I think yeah. it's going to be like a Steve Kerr kind of thing. You come into like a, a team like this and you, you have KD, Kyrie, you're blessed with that, like those two already. You also have a good team around it. They both missed last year. You're a six seed. You get these two players. You're top seed in this uh, in the East, and just like that leap forward, you're gonna be yeah in the coach of the year conversation. And I think that's what's gonna be. Monty Williams, I could see though as well with like what you said with the Suns because they're gonna make a big leap from being out of the playoffs all this time, and just him finally being able to get a good roster around him to coach a good roster. They're gonna be good in the West, and but I really, I really like, I like what you like. You guys, I had Nash or Monty Williams. What I said before, Monty is probably the favorite for this war because the Suns are gonna be really good, and Nash, same thing. The Nets are gonna be really good, and they're gonna improve in quotations because they didn't have KD and Kyrie playing the whole season. Mm-hmm. But a dark horse I had was uh, Mike Malone. I'm really high in the Nuggets this year if they are the two seed, then I feel like he's going to be a favorite for that award, too. All right. Um, that is all the predictions that we got. Uh, now, to wrap up the show, uh, we wanted to talk about a little uh, of the ru- uh, like the storylines, rumors around the league. We want to talk Moves about the league, yeah. just like the James Harden trade and the Gobert contract and just these Christmas matchups. And then uh, I guess... Um, I'll start off with the uh, let's start off with the Rudy Gobert contract talk extension. I think it needed, it needed to be done because it's Utah. They're not pulling in free agents. They, they lost Gordon Hayward, and if the same thing happens and they they lose Gobert, they're going right back down to the bottom of the West. They need it's a big contract for a guy that people say is overrated because all he does is like rebound play defense say but he's one of the best defensive big men in the league he, he is a good center he's a top center top 10 center 
they they need him if they want to compete. It's just I think great value for the Jazz, but would have been an overpay anywhere else. Like he's yeah. one of those guys where his value is with Utah. First off, I'd like to say shout out to Rudy Gobert because uh, that's a lot of money. Hmm. It, it is an overpay, but like like you said, Mike and Fred, it's good for the Jazz team. He is their defense. He had a worse year this year, and the and the Jazz overall had a worse defense this year. So if he he's their anchor, he's their he's literally their defense. Like he has to perform well for them to perform well. Uh I feel like this is good for the for the uh, jazz, because even if they want to like say, even if they want to trade him away, it's good that they gave him this contract to secure the asset. Like, I feel like a team that is really struggling on defense or feel like they're one piece away from like being a real contender could benefit from getting Gobert, and the jazz can get something back really good for Gobert since he's a two time defensive player of the year winner. But overall, I think this is a, a good move. It is an overpay, but the Jazz, I feel like, took a W in this. It, it also doesn't help, but people saying that this was uh, dumb after what happened with uh, when the season ended in uh, March or whatever, with uh, him kind of being the first player to get coronavirus. People don't really like him. I don't get the Gobert hate. He's re- so, like he's not gonna put up the prettiest stats, but if you see I, like the I don't know if it's just like Jazz fans saying like he's the best center in the league or something because I. I, I, I don't know. No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate Gobert. I, I don't like, like Gobert. Like, I don't think he's like a great, like he's my favorite player ever, but like, I, I, he's a, he's a good center. He is. He's a good, he's one of the best defensive players in the league. He'd be oh, a great defensive anchor for a championship team. If you ask me, that's what I'm I saying. Think the Jazz like, are just missing another scoring option. If the Jazz are look at themselves and like, okay, we don't really, have a championship contending team they can trade him to like one of those contending teams like like i'm just gonna say like the clippers they should or bring something uh, like that go bear the uh the hawks for john yeah john collins is on the trade deadlines like on the trade they, they didn't extend him and there's no. a lot of rumors saying that he might be traded because i remember Last year's traded line, his name was popping up for some reason. I'm like, why would you want to trade him? But they don't. Uh, yeah, they don't want to extend him. I don't know. He's just, he's a great player too. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it. I think it's because I think it's because he can't play defense at all. Yeah, but neither can like anybody else in that team really. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, but maybe sometimes you I have think, to trade out a great player for a better fit. Maybe they want to see a Kongwu start at the power forward instead. I do like a Kongu, but a I, think, I think John Collins is better than him oh, right yeah. now. And I think a Kongu long term is more of a center than a power forward. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the Hawks are trying to do, but he, they, that they could be a trade. Me. That could be a trade. Go bear for Collins and like some picks, like if it doesn't work Throwing out. Throwing Capella to make the money match. Like yeah. that's why that's why I like the that's why I like the contract in my opinion. Uh, uh let's talk about James Harden, where we think he's going, I think he's going to either the Boston Celtics or the um, what's it called, the Nets. I would love to see him on the Nets just to see how the team works. Like, believe it or not, like I kind of, I think the Nets, like if they want to push for it, like now they kind of have to do this trade. 
I know people hate James Harden, but honestly, I feel like he can change his game around to work with those guys because all of those guys can play off ball. It's just like the situation that they were in before, they had to be sort of dominant on the ball. Like people forget that KD was really good at the Warriors because he because he could play off ball, he could catch and shoot, he could just like drive and dribble in. Harden was really good off ball with the Thunder. I know that was so long ago, but he can play that role. And Kyrie could be the main ball handler if we really need that. I really like him on the Nets. I don't know why everybody's kind of bugging, but if you have those three MVP yeah, caliber know. players, you're gonna they're probably gonna be the favorite if you do that trade. Mm-hmm. And just look recently when he played with Chris Paul, whenever he was off the ball, I feel like that's when he played his best. At least if you ask me, but that was that was their best be- team. That was their best team. That I, I love watching that team. That was that my team, favorite team the last that couple. I thought that was the best team in the league. They were going to win the finals. They were. I think they would have won the finals. Well, I think 100%. they would have if Chris Paul didn't go down. Because they were beating the Warriors. They were going to beat the Warriors, and I think they would have been the Cavs. The Cavs just was that was that 2018, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cavs were not good in 2018. And I'm going to say this: James Harden will be a Toronto Raptor. I don't know why I see them doing like what they did with Kawhi. Just saying <laughs> they're going to do okay, it again. They're going to do it again. This team isn't good enough to win a championship. Let's take a risk, bring in a superstar. But the thing is, the Rockets are kind of like stingy with it. Like, they I know you want really the best. I, I can want see the them being willing to but... trade Siakam if it meant James Harden. Well, definitely. But I'm just saying, like, they, they, they kind of want a Malcolm lot. Malcolm or for... Freddie Van Fleet. Because based on the reports from the Nets, they want Kyrie. And I I know you want the, the most amount for James Harden, but that's just not going to happen. Like, KD went to the Nets because of Kyrie. Like, it's not, it's not going to work. I think they got to look at themselves and say, like, we just got to get the best that we can. We can't just sort of – if you're asking for too much, you're just never going to be able to trade them, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think they'll wind up doing that about midway through the season and get, like, a package of, like, Van Vliet, Norman Powell, a couple picks, maybe Malachi Flynn. They got to do this as quick as possible, in my opinion. But yeah. – Oh, I think they do too, but they're going to be way too stingy about it. Like I said earlier, I feel like the Clippers are going to pull a Blake Griffin because remember they were like, they're worshiping Blake Griffin. They gave him like a whole little production to make him re-sign and they trade him the same season. Like, oh yeah, James Harden is better than Paul George. Let's just get that, get that straight. And if if they if they feel like they can, they have a chance, this is their window. And if Paul George like really wants to leave for some reason, I feel like they have to pull the trigger on James Harden. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's look at the Christmas Day games. Yeah. Starting off, we got Pelicans and Heat. First of all, I think they did a. They should have. They did an awful job. Yeah. That. That. That's. Yeah. That's an. They did an awful job. I feel like. The Heat, uh, I'm just glad the Heat are back in Christmas, but I think... Why are they playing the Pelicans? Yeah, I think they, they should... I, still, I think they should play the Bucks or the Celtics. Oh, I agree 100%. I feel like that would have been better. Like, I mean, it's... I guess it's... I don't, I don't know. They, the, the Pelicans, there's no correlation between the Heat and the Pelicans. I don't understand it. Zion. Yeah, I, well, yeah, but they could have played... Zion on on Christmas. They could have played another team. But who do you guys have in the Pelicans Heat game? 
I feel like the Heat are going to win. Well, I'm taking my own team. Yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be a blow. I don't know why. All right, just... so we're at a consensus. Heat win. I just remember seeing the schedule when it first came out. Like, everybody was so disappointed. But looking at it now, it's still good. It's just it could have been so much better. Yeah. Like, see, I think that's going to be a game where a lot of the young guys show out. Like, Zion, Ingram, Bam, Hero. Maybe we'll see a little possible emergence of your guy, Casey Apollo, Mike. He's going to start, so he's going to be a beast. He already okay. is a beast, but... Maybe okay. he could be a Draymond Green type guy for the Heat. That's precious. That's precious. So I'm just talking like in the sense of the glue guy that makes everything just click nice. for whatever reason. He's going to be the beast. At 2.30, we have Warriors Bucks. Bucks. This this has a very high blow potential. Yeah, I think the Bucks are gonna win this game by like fifteen. I'm gonna I say Golden it, State I, pulls off the upset. You think so? My wish is that like it's just Curry versus Giannis and they're just going back and forth with each other. But I just I I get I can I my bet is the Bucks the Bucks are gonna just. I feel like Curry's gonna have a huge game, and then this is gonna be the game where Wiseman shows his potential. I see the Bucks blow them out. Like Brooke Lopez isn't stopping Wiseman. Brooke Lopez is a really good defender. Don't sleep on Brooke Lopez. I'm not, but with what Wiseman can do, and I don't know, I just feel like the Warriors are winning that game. But what, this is going to be Wiseman's like second or third game, right? Like yeah, second game of the season. Yeah, so he's definitely going to hit a wall. They know how to defend him. No, but the Bucks are still one of the best defensive teams in the league. And one of the best offenses. I think they're just gonna they're gonna cook the Warriors this game, in my opinion. They just have too much going for them. They definitely want to prove themselves on national TV as well. I wouldn't be shocked if Curry dropped fifty. Yeah, and a loss. <laughs> I just see a win for some reason. All right. At five o'clock, we got Nets and Celtics. Nets. Ah, I got the Nets too. I feel like this one's going to be the closest game potentially, but I, yeah. I got the Nets. I think Kate is the, the storyline going into it is going to be Kyrie's revenge tour and he's going to come back, but I feel like Kyrie's not going to take it like that. I feel like KD's just going to go off. Well, you think Kyrie's going to spread some more sage around the TD garden? That was weird, but I feel like <laughs> well, he's a weird dude. I mean, it's going to be Phil Jackson did the same thing with the Lakers and Bulls. I guess he's definitely gonna do the sage thing, but should have done it with the Knicks. Okay, <laughs> relax, relax. But I got the Nets winning that game too. This this matchup is gonna be is gonna be Tatum versus uh, Durant. I feel like they're just gonna go back and forth the whole game. It's gonna be very close by the end, but I feel like the Nets are gonna pull it off, and Katie's gonna have a ridiculous stat line just like saying i'm back watch out i'm gonna say kd and tatum combined for 81 Jeez, i i think they're gonna go back and forth like phil said but ultimately yeah kd is gonna say all right i'm back motherfuckers eight o'clock we got the young future of the NBA, Luka Doncic, facing LeBron and the Lakers. I feel I, like this is the same. Oh, go ahead, Mike. 
well, I I don't know. I'm gonna say the Lakers, but I could honestly see like just like the Mavericks winning. I could see it happening. I feel like there's gonna be the same thing with the Bucks and Warriors. Doncic is gonna go off, but they're gonna lose by like twenty. Yeah, I think LeBron and AD are just gonna show out in that game because they're missing. They're gonna be missing Porzingis, and who's gonna guard AD? I know nobody can guard him, but like Porzingis is probably a good matchup against him. Like you're gonna have Dorian Finney-Smith guard AD. Like, <laughs> no. what's gonna happen there? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just gonna be a matchup nightmare for the Mavericks, and the Lakers are just gonna dominate. Yeah, I think the Lakers are gonna win still. I'm gonna say Kuzma will be the third highest scorer for the Lakers in that game. Okay, Fred. All right, let's go next game. <laughs> the final game, Clippers-Nuggets in Denver. Ooh, this this has a chance to be the best game. This has a chance to be the best game. I think – oh, I don't even know. I want to say – uh, dude, it's close. I'm going to go with the Clippers. I think the Clippers are going to win. Mm. I'm going Nuggets. Jokic has a triple-double. Jamal Murray drops 40, including a game winner. I'm going to say this is going to end in OT. I think these, like like I said in my standings, I think these are like the 3-4 or the 2-3, I should say. And the Clippers are going to want some revenge. Kawhi and Paul George are going to have their redemption arc. They're going to go off. I feel like Ibaka is going to play way better defense on Jokic just showed that, hey, Harrell wasn't the guy to put on him. I feel like the Clippers are going to win in OT. I feel like they're going to they have something to prove this game. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be a close game with the Clippers winning. I think Kawhi's going to They're going to try so hard to win. If they I think Kawhi's going to have 30, Paul George's going to have like 25, and I think they're, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be good. Game. But if they lose, then it's going to be funny too because Twitter's just going to go off on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Paul George can easily have like 10 points on like three of 15 shooting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a possibility, but I don't care who wins, but. Oh yeah. I just want to see a bunch of good basketball. I just want a good basketball game, but for my pure enjoyment, I would want like the best night for win. me would be the nuggets blowing them out again. Yeah. <laughs> just for the Twitter, just for all the jokes and everything. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap up our first uh, episode of the Vetman podcast. If you guys enjoyed it, please stay tuned. We're going to try to get these out every week. Uh, this is going to be a long, this is a longer episode that, than what we're probably going to usually be doing because this is just like the season preview, our predictions and everything. But um, yeah, if you enjoyed it, follow uh, our social media, Twitter at the Vetman and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, where we'll be posting clips of the entire podcast in it and um we hope to see you next time